Welcome back to the Self-Care Bestie podcast. I don't know of anyone who truly enjoys giving up things they love. I mean, the concept is crazy, right? Why wouldn't you want more of something that you love? Why would you try to have less of something you love on purpose? Well, the answer is simple. It makes sense if you love it, but you know it's probably not good for you. Whether you've been indulging a bit in a bit too much vino lately, spending too much money, or simply choosing an unhealthy habit again and again simply because it's comfortable, this episode of the Self-Care Bestie podcast is for you. In this episode, I'm going to talk about going on a 31-day challenge to choose your health and well-being over what is comfortable and habitual. We're going to choose one thing we want to change, something we want to stop doing so that we can notice what it feels like when we do. Will your life really be better if you stop drinking, smoking, or putting off going to the gym? Will you actually feel as good as people say you will if you stop eating sugar? There's only one way to find out, my friends, and we're going to do it. We're going to talk about it in this episode together. So let's get this party started. We have got work to do and lives to improve. Now, self-care is about caring for your mind, body, and soul. It's about cultivating healthy relationships and having fun. The challenge to make one positive change in your life doesn't have to suck the life out of you. The fact is, we can actually make it fun by doing it together. So in this episode and challenge, I want to make our community of self-care besties more vital than ever. And I can't wait to support you in our Facebook group, Self-Care Besties, as well as if you are interested in the My Self-Care Bestie Facebook community. Now that we have that out of the way, I thought I would share some ideas for goals right out of the gate, just in case you don't know where to start. So I'm going to give you a list of ideas, and it's meant to help you think about what tweaks you can make in your life to benefit your body and mind and relationships, all of the above. Hashtag winning. Take a look and listen to this list and think about one change you'd like to make or do your own thing and try to come up with something completely different. Once you know what you're going to focus on for a month, I want you to write it down. All right, here's some ideas. Quit neglecting daily self-care. Stop saying yes to everything. Take a break from social media. Stop eating fast food. Stop skipping workouts. Stop skipping breakfast. Stop obsessing about your weight. Stop complaining. Stop your negative self-talk. Stop staying up too late. Take a break from alcohol. Take a break from sugar. Do a no-spend month. Okay. So now that you're decided what you're going to focus on this month, I want you to write a letter to yourself, but not yourself today, yourself at the end of the month. Does this remind anyone else of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, or is it just me? What do you hope for yourself in 31 days? How will you feel if and when you accomplish what you set out to accomplish? Are you worried or nervous about anything that could prevent you from doing the darn thing? Write it all out on a on a piece of paper in your journal, and then put the letter in a sealed envelope and don't open it until the last day of the month. That's the day we are all going to open our letters and share about what we wrote to ourselves or as much as you're comfortable sharing in the Self-Care Bestie Facebook group. If you're at a loss for what to write, you can also think about this. Have you ever attempted anything like this challenge before? Where and when was it? How did it go? What will you do differently this time based on your prior experience? How comfortable are you setting this intention for an entire month? How committed to this intention do you actually feel right now? Don't hold back. 
The more you write, the more beneficial this exercise will be for you, both now and at the end of the month. So if we want to finish the month strong, sticking to your commitments and accomplishing your goals, we need to start well. Think about what you need to do at the start of the month to ensure you get where you want to be by day 31 or 30. Are there materials you need? Are there people you need to talk to or coordinate with so you can be sure you're able to stay focused on your goal? Do you need to take a look at your planner and cross off anything that won't help you achieve your mission? It's time to be ruthless and super strong and smart in the way you approach this challenge. By the end of the month, I know we're going to be so happy that we did. So you can use a journal page or whatever you'd like to write this down to brainstorm anything you should do. There's also um, a worksheet for this very purpose in the uh, My Self-Care Bestie issue 10 that you can find in my Etsy shop. You may have heard the phrase, if you want to eat an elephant, do it one bite at a time. Well, I've never eaten an elephant, nor do I have plans to eat one in the immediate future, but this quote reminds us that if we want to accomplish anything big, we have to focus on the smaller steps along the way that will get us there. Think about the little things you need to do each day that will align you with your goal. What things do you need to say no to? What do you need to do to help you stay motivated when temptation creeps in? And oh, by the way, it's gonna... Think about the smaller things you're willing to commit to every day in order to keep your eyes on the prize, sticking with your challenge for the whole month. Again, you can use a worksheet um, in my self-care bestie issue 10, or you can use whatever you know journal page works for you. But don't forget to share as much as possible in the Facebook group. We want to know about your big goal, your small steps, and any helpful tips and tricks you have for staying on track this month. Okay, so one of my favorite exercises to do with clients helps them understand what they really want in life. Many times when I ask people what they want most in life or if they could have one wish, they respond with something like, I wish I could quit my job or I wish my kids would behave better. They're surprised then when I encourage them to think about how they would actually feel if they woke up tomorrow and that thing happened, that the thing they want more than anything had actually become their new reality. Relieved, peaceful, so happy are the most common responses. The coolest thing happens next. We talk about how what they really want is the feeling that will bring them. In essence, what they want is to feel relieved, peaceful, or so happy. And then we get to come up with a bunch of different ways to get them to feel more of those feels. So I think there's, this exercise will be beneficial to you this month as you dive into your challenge. You can use the worksheet in My Self-Care Bestie or just answer the question that I just uh, spoke about on a page in your journal. Okay. The surest sign that you're working with a kind of life-affirming discipline rather than the spirit-depressing kind is that you don't complain very much about doing what it takes. That's a quote by Danielle Laporte. Did you ever know people who started Whole30 or became paleo or voluntarily signed up for a boot camp workout class and then did nothing but complain about how hard it was for 30 days, however long they stay paleo or the entire duration of said boot camp class. It's not fun to listen to, right? I know there are going to be moments over the next month where you want to throw in the towel at some point, but that's where I'm asking you to reach down deep and find the life-affirming discipline you need to just keep swimming and get her done. Now, As I say this, I'm thinking of my own challenge for the month, and I admit it seems daunting. I'm not actually sure I'll be able to do it, but you know what? I'm going to try as hard as I can and just take one day at a time and hope that my discipline will pay off. 
it will. Our discipline will pay off. So let's stay positive and find something to be grateful for, even on our hardest days. I believe in us. Do you? When you commit to something like a month-long challenge, it's easy to let your focus be solely on the outcome. Did you or didn't you achieve the goal you set out to? However, we would be missing out on a huge benefit of doing something like this if we didn't take some time to reflect on what this journey teaches us about ourselves, about other people, and about the world in general. Use the worksheet in my self-care bestie issue 10 or just in your own journal. Jot down your thoughts and lessons that you've learned throughout the month. And I think these would be really fun to share in the group too. I love being able to learn from each other. That's seriously my favorite part of my self-care bestie. So be sure to keep popping into the Facebook group all month long so we can glean from each other. Okay, we're just about to wrap up. I have a few closing thoughts for you as we do so. I just want to wrap up by telling you how amazing you are. Seriously, you're so, so wonderful. You're going to show up for this challenge, a 31-day challenge. No doubt some of us may be wishing maybe this will save our challenge for February. It's only 28 days. But no matter what happens between days 1 and 31, you're still going to have something to celebrate. And also, know that your challenge doesn't have to end after 30 days, 31 days, whatever. This may be the last thing you want to hear because if you're like me, you spend a good part of the month planning exactly what you will do once you don't have to do your challenge anymore, it's natural to want to loosen the reins after a month of going all in. I'll be the first to say there's nothing wrong with that. But the last thing we want is to erase all of our amazing progress by going cray-cray in the other direction. So I'd like to challenge you to take a moment and write down what part of your challenge you might be continuing for the next month. All right. Much love to you, my friends. I'm so thankful for you and for all the ways you consistently show up to make me better. I'm so proud of you. And I can't wait to see you again on the next episode of the Mice of Self-Care Bestie podcast.